the Public News Service Daily Newscast, September the 2nd, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. Environmental groups in New Mexico say a lawsuit filed by a group for the state's fossil fuel industry suggests it values profit more than protecting the health of residents. The Independent Petroleum Association of New Mexico wants smaller producing wells removed from new rules for oil and gas production in counties that are pushing the federal ozone threshold. While it's true the smaller wells represent only 6% of New Mexico's production, Kaylee Shoup, with Citizens Caring for the Future, says they account for more than 50% of emissions. She argues that hard-won rules adopted in April need to be followed. Every other industry is regulated. The least they can do is inspect these wells that are leak prone and causing methane emissions that are warming the planet and also harming the health of communities. I'm Roz Brown. The lawsuit was filed at the same time the EPA was investigating whether some counties in the Permian Basin are not complying with the 2015 Ozone National Ambient Air Quality Standards. If that is the case, oil and gas operators would be required to take action. Healthcare can be expensive, and sometimes Arizonans get a bill that's more than they can afford. The major credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, have voluntarily agreed to new regulations to lessen the impact unpaid medical bills can have on a person's ability to borrow. Patricia Kelmar, director of the healthcare campaigns for the Arizona Perg Education Fund, says it's unfair for consumers to have their credit score dinged over a debt they didn't ask for. We get sick. Somebody hits us with their car. We're faced with a lot of bills. So having the credit bureaus treat that kind of debt differently makes a lot of sense to us. Kelmar says the bureaus announced in July they will no longer list medical debts marked as paid or health care bills under $500 on a person's credit report. She adds the bureaus also promise that any new medical debt will not be listed until a year after it goes to collection. I'm Mark Richardson. There's more information and tips for dealing with medical debt online at ArizonaPergEdFund.org. Now some takeaways from President Joe Biden's primetime speech last night. It returned to his decision to run for president. Biden calls it for the soul of the nation. Biden said the MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. He said, I see an America with an unlimited future, an America that is about to take off. Biden added that MAGA Republicans don't understand what every truly patriotic American knows. You can't love your country only when you win. This is PNS. The Inflation Reduction Act aims to revolutionize the clean energy sector in the U.S., but in Idaho, critics think the investment in nuclear power is misguided. Here's Eric Tanoff. Like wind and solar, the legislation provides tax credits for existing nuclear power plants, in some cases preventing the early shutdown of these facilities. Hannah Smay, with the Boise-based Snake River Alliance and the Nuclear Information and Resource Service, says these groups disagree with the funding. These provisions, in our view, steal resources from real climate and environmental justice solutions and perpetuate the polluting and corrupt status quo. Nuclear provides one-fifth of the country's energy. Supporters of the industry say the energy source is necessary to move the country away from fossil fuels and achieve the Biden administration's goal of net zero emissions by 2050. A Princeton study found the Inflation Reduction Act could reduce emissions by 42 percent by 2030. 
Clean energy advocates hopeful that Massachusetts' leadership on fighting biomass pollution will drive change in other states and nations. The Bay State recently became the first in the U.S. to end renewable energy subsidies for electricity from wood-burning biomass power plants as part of a new climate law. Laura Haidt, with the Partnership for Policy Integrity, explains there's a mounting body of science that shows woody biomass is not only bad for the climate, but it has very serious health concerns. The communities where these biomass power plants are built are frequently low-income communities of color with elevated health burdens, high rates of asthma, and other health-related issues because they're inhaling smoke. This is not healthy air that comes out of the stacks. Height notes that this isn't the first time Massachusetts has taken the lead on climate action. It was one of the first states to set economy-wide greenhouse gas emission reduction goals and to create a renewable energy portfolio standard. Mary Sherman reporting. Finally, Tramel Gomes tells us residents of a predominantly black and Hispanic town in South Georgia are fighting plans to build the world's largest wood pellet plant in their backyard. The group Concerned Citizens of Cook County, or 4C, opposes plans by Georgia-based Spectrum Energy, the latest company to propose a plant capable of producing 1.3 million tons of wood pellets annually. Dr. Treva Gear with 4C says she's appalled that Georgia's Environmental Protection Division approved an air quality permit without studying the health and environmental effects on local residents. When they over-emit or over-pollute the community, Who's there to know that they've done it? And nobody's listening. And so it's a it's going to be a constant issue that we have to watch while we watch our community get sicker. We don't even have an emergency room in our community. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for ending your week with Public News Service. Member and listener supported. Heard on great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.